Good morning, and welcome to your Tech 5 Coffee Break with Ben Harrison. We live in a rapidly changing and confusing world of technology and media reporting that affects us all, both today and will continue far into the future. So each weekday morning, we try to look behind the news to give you a brief snapshot of events and trends that matter, where they originated and where they're likely taking us. Mass extinction events have ravaged life on Earth at least five times over the last 450 million years or so, and according to scientists, we've already kicked off the sixth. It's a sobering thought, but 36 years ago on my 50th birthday, along with my youngest son, we stood on the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa. It was referred to at almost 20,000 feet to be the highest non-technical climb in the world, and it is located right on the equator on a solid glacier sheet of ice at the summit. Today, the ice is gone, melted to the rock beneath. Several years later, I had tracked and solo camped several hundred meters of the Columbia Icefields Banff Jasper Highway in Alberta on the Columbia Icefields Glacier. Today, driving along the same highway, there is no sign of a glacier. Twenty years ago, I was an entrant in what appeared or what was referred to as the last marathon and ran a full marathon on Antarctica's King George Island and was appalled at the number of icebergs that had calved off huge smaller icebergs as melting was taking place. The Thwaites Glacier, sometimes referred to as the Doomsday Glacier, is an unusually broad and vast Antarctic glacier flowing into Pine Island Bay, part of the Amundsen Sea east of Mount Murphy on the Walgren coast of Marie Birdland. It's on the West Antarctic Ice Shelf. Dave Holland, an atmospheric scientist at New York University, has been studying the melting of this 192,000 square miles of the Thwaites Glacier in Antarctica. It has been nicknamed the Doomsday Glacier. He is reporting that it could melt in as quickly as a few decades, unleashing the inland ice it holds back into the ocean and raising sea levels by several catastrophic feet. Holland is currently aboard an icebreaker ship navigating the thick sea ice where he hopes to study the Thwaites grounding line, which is where the ice meets the seafloor. Temperatures and salinity levels will tell scientists how quickly the iceberg is melting and if it's melting from underneath as well. In 2014, NASA reported that Western Antarctic sea ice loss was inevitable. In 2021, researchers found the iceberg was even more unstable than previously thought. Now Holland's team is trying to find out just how long we have just as the Thwaites may unleash inland ice into the ocean, much like a cork pulled from a bottle. <coughs> Excuse me. Other glaciers are dumping huge amounts of fresh water near penguin populations. According to a new study published by researchers at Cambridge and the University of Leeds, Iceberg A68A was the world's largest before it shattered into nearly a dozen mini-icebergs flushing about 162 billion tons of fresh water into the ocean near the penguin habitat, which could affect temperature, environment, and marine life in deadly ways. Icebergs impact the physical and biological properties of the ocean, where they drift depending on the degree of melting. 
with these two doomed iceberg stories, it underscores just how urgent climate reform is. In a new article published in the journal Biological Reviews, an international team of researchers are warning that the sixth mass extinction has begun on land and in freshwater, and it seems increasingly likely. Denying it is simply flying in the face of the mountain of data that is rapidly accumulating, and there's no longer room for skepticism, wondering whether it really is happening. A team led by Robert Cowie, a research professor at the University of Hawaii, has stated that the International Union for Conservation of Nature red-listed threatened species. It is the world's most comprehensive inventory of endangered species and their extinction risk. It's a sobering predicament life on Earth is facing, and we don't think there's a positive ending. We think it's kind of a disaster, Cowie said adding that we need to preserve as many of these species as possible, in museums at least. In the meantime, and need I say more, we all need to redouble our efforts to facilitate in even the tiniest way the ongoing battle to arrest climate change. You've been listening to Tech 5 with Ben Harrison from Muskoka's only nonprofit radio station, Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 FM.